cut the shit. What the hell? I don't want no music. I don't want no bells and whistles. We going just straight like that? We going straight in. All right. Let's talk that talk. Come on now. Let's walk the walk, though. It's your favorite campus uncle, it's Uncle Fred, and I'm here with my sister in pain, struggle, and also in victory, the Liberated Project chick. I'm saying Tamara is definitely here. If y'all don't know, please read the memo. Listen, (laughs) y'all. I know we've been delaying this for a while, but not anymore. Running from it will not save you. We about to tackle this Greek shit today, y'all. That's what we about to do right now. So you know what? Without further ado, I'm. You know what? Let Let's do our um, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Okay. Yes. Everything that we say right here is our educated opinions. We are two educators on the record. Right. And, and there are experiences that are unique to us. So we speak for ourselves just because we belong to the divine nine and to two separate organizations that make them up. We're not speaking for the organization. Please hear us and hear us well. I'm not even speaking for the institution. This is my humble opinion. OK, there it All is. Right? These are our there humble it is. opinions, you know, and like always. I'm not here to uh, uh, present or to provoke any sort of enemies, but I am drawing a line in the sand, either you with the culture or not. Either you are or you aren't. Can't be be straddling the fence. And as Tamara would say, if you can't get right, you will get left. And without further ado, let's get to the shits. So with that being said, (laughs) we're going to tackle this Greek life situation in three steps. We're going to tackle it with the past, the present, and the future. Okay. Each subject or topic or subtopic will have questions in them that we will address. And these questions were very important and significant because of the fact that they tackle a lot of the concerns, the questions, the ideas that you, our audience, our our students, even some of our staff members want to know with regards to Greek life. So again, these are our humble opinions. And if you can't get right, get left. That's what it is. Okay. So with that being said, Tamara, are you ready? Listen, strapped up, ready. Come, you know, I always keep one in the Glock just in case. All right, <laughs> pull that trigger. Okay. All right, here we go. So let's start with the past, shall we? We shall. Tamara, I present you with a question. Okay. All right, there it is, and I have an answer. So, Tamara. Yes, sir. What made you want to join Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated? Um, you know what, really. And I just think about my life and how it really does come full circle or coming full circle. Not that I'm finished in terms of the elevation and the ascension. The organization first, the first college I went to, Lock Haven University in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, they only had one black fraternity and that was the Kappas. Mm -hmm. So I was a Kappa sweetheart. Shouts to the Kappas. And Sterling, he was so fine. Okay. Sterling was the president okay. and his girlfriend, Kim, wanted to be an AKA. So that was my first introduction to one to the Divine Nine and then Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have any sororities on campus. Okay. Then fast forward, I transferred to Brockport, mm-hmm. which is right up the road, my SUNY institution. And 
the AKAs were just on fire and both of my advisors happened to belong to the organization and one you and I both know very well. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just saw them and I saw the way that they moved and I saw the camaraderie. I saw this way they supported one another. And I was like, yo, that's what's up. Then one of my girlfriends, who's now my sorority sister, she had a roommate named Monifa. Monifa was always fly. She came from the city, Brooklyn. Mm. Bamboo earrings, at least two pairs. Mm. She had she was the first time I saw Sherling. Mm. Like she was always fly. A Fendi bag with a bad attitude. Come on, that's all a brother need to get him in a good mood. So <laughs> she wanted to go to the T. So she asked her roommate, my girl. What's the T? So it was a meeting. Okay. So there was a meeting, an interest meeting that was held, and she wanted to go, but she didn't want to go by herself. Gotcha. So then she asked her roommate, which was my girl from here, mm-hmm. um, to go. And then she asked me, and I'm like, I don't want to go. I was doing something, right? I was hanging out. She was like, come on, come on, go, come on, come on, come on, go. And it was crazy how when you're not interested in them, they're interested in you, and then when you're interested in them, they're not interested in you. So we go to um, the informational session, and... The sisters was just real cool. They were real chill. They were really nice. And um, they liked the way I spit fire. And they mm. were like, so they called me and they were like, we really interested. I'm like, really me? Because I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Because again, let me bring you back to the fact that I'm a project girl, right? Mm. You know, grew up in a project. My mother ain't had no kind of money to be trying to go through no process or whatever it was. You know, the language that for that and for somebody to join an organization. She had two daughters at that particular time in college trying to do this thing her own self. But to answer your question, what made me was I love the way that they moved and I love the camaraderie. And because I'm close with my sisters, I can recognize, again, wonderful energy among women. And there was always something about me. I didn't have language for it, but I do now that I'm about debunking the rumor that women and women in particular of color can't get along. Mm. And I love that. Okay. All right. What about you, bruh? <laughs> Not yup, you ain't all. Come on, what about you? What was it? Mm. Ooh, them gold boots. Okay. Come on. You asked for it. Uh-huh. Give it to all me. Right. I'm, I'm gonna try to give it you to you. You said we was we was going straight most, in. The most simplest form that I can. Okay. Okay. I was born to be a Q. Okay, so, so, so listen, do tell. So what that means is, is that it was always in my DNA to be the bros. How do you know? Because you know when you know. And what I mean by that is this, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. right? I used to always go to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Grandparents used to live down the street from me. Your maternal grandparents? Yes. Okay. And when we would go there, right, we'd run around the house. They had a huge huge house. And when we would run around the house above the doorways were these slabs of wood with weird signs. <laughs> weird little symbols. And I'm just like, I'm looking like, I don't know what that is. Okay, whatever. Right? And then one day, I had the nerve to stop at one of the pieces of wood and I looked at it and my grandfather at the time when he was able to be mobile was in the kitchen and my grandfather was looking at me 
while I was looking at this piece of wood with these weird little symbols on them. Mm-hmm. And so here I go, I'm looking. I look around and I climb on a table and I go reaching for this piece of wood. Mm. And I grab this piece of wood and as soon as my fingertips touch it, mm. I hear, little, little boy, what you doing? And I stop, I pause, I drop the wood. I drop it. I'm like, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Grandpa, what you, what's, what's wrong? <laughs> He's like, do you know what you just touched? No, that's why I wanted to see it. Right. He's like, pick it up. I said, pick it up. Oh, okay. So I go and I pick it up. He's like, now hold it up to your face. Take a look at it. And I do. And he looked at me. He said, maybe one day you'll be worthy, but right now you're not. So put it back. Yo, straight like that. I'm like seven. (laughs) I'm like seven years old. I don't know what he's talking about. Like, what is this? So fast forward a couple years later, right? Mm -hmm. I'm at my grandparents' house again. This time, right, he removes all the paddles. He was like, look, this little kid like, right I'm like here. an adolescent. So he removes all the paddles. And in the basement, he had a pool table. Right? And he had all this stuff. Next thing you know, I see this little shield, police shield thing looking like thing that's hanging up on the wall. <laughs> With these same little funny letters on it. <laughs> you just can't get enough. And I'm just like, I'm just so intrigued by it. I'm like, what? So I finally decide to go upstairs and I was like, Grandpa, what is this? What what is this? Is this like some African stuff? Like what what is this? And he was like, Oh, so you finally decided to to ask what that's about, huh? He's like, sit down. He's like, matter of fact, I wanted you to see something. Sit on the edge of my bed. So we're sitting on the edge of the bed. Mm-hmm. It's myself, my grandfather, and my grandmother. And on the TV, there's a step show. And lo and behold, I see these guys in white shirts, purple bow ties, black slacks, black shoes. And they is just like being out. They throwing up hooks. They sounding like dogs. They barking. They know. And I'm just. (laughs) Sounding like dogs and and barking. And I'm, I'm just right. Right. And I'm just like. What is that? Like what what is what is, what is that? that called, granddad? And he and then my grandfather, he gets he's just smiling. He's just wiggling his head, he's smiling. And I'm just like, Grandpa, what are you doing? He's like, You don't understand right now, but you will. You will one day. He's like, I see it in you. I see it in you. I'm like, Just you like see when that what? song came on. And then next thing you know, the next day in gym class, what am I doing? I'm mimicking them. I'm up here trying to hop. You throwing up? I'm am t- ten, eleven years old, and I'm hopping. And next thing you know, my social studies teacher, he's a bruh. <laughs> he sees me doing this. He's like, "What you doing? What you know about that?" I was like, "On oh, my grandfather's show. Who's your grandfather? His name is Leo Hunter. Leo, Leo? is your grandfather. I know your grandfather. He was like, "Do you know Mr. Price?" Yeah, we do. I know Mr. Price. Did you know he's one too? It's like he's one what? We call him Q's. What the hell is a Q? 
<laughs> right? So next thing you know, fast forward some more. I'm in high school. There's a mentoring program called the Bridge Builder Program. Mm. Right? And school at school 53, which we just recently just celebrated 20 years yesterday. Wow, that's amazing. Right? And I see these same symbols. I know what they mean. I know what this is. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. <laughs> because my peers, my peers are Kappa Leaguers. They're Sigma mm. Betas. And I'm like, you know what? I don't fit in this. I don't fit into Like, I'm being asked to be a part of these groups. Mm-hmm. Right? Sigma, I have friends that were Sigma Betas. Like, yo, you should. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Just didn't just didn't feel right, right with and you. then like I'm discussing this with a small group of people, and they're like, "Yo, we should be sigma betas, man." I was like, "Nah." You knew instantly something ain't right. Sure, something ain't right. So next thing you know, I become a gent. I become a part of the the bridge builder program. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, fast forward, I'm in college now. Oh, I'm in college. Uh-oh. And when I come to college at Buffalo State, right on this yard, Phi-E is right here. And I remember being in the lobby area, and there was the Alphas, there was the Kappas, there was the Sigmas, there was the Iotas, right? Excuse me. And then lo and behold, here comes the bras. Bras walking. I'm just like, and I know them because they know me. I was, you know, and I look at them, I'm like, I'm looking at them like, yo, they're gods, the gods are here. <laughs> like everybody else if is If y'all can just see his eyes like he really, really the mean it. gods are here. He really mean it. Right? And so one thing I noticed is that even in college, the same experience happened when I was in high school. And what experience was that? Sigmas was asking me to be a part of them. Alphas was asking me to be a part of them. Kappas asked me. Iotas, I didn't care. <laughs> right? I didn't care. Right. And I kept on telling them, hell no, I ain't going to be a part of y'all. Nah. Mm-mm. And every one of them looked at me and said, I know what you're waiting for. I know what you're waiting for. It's like, I want that for you. Mm. And so when so they held ti- you up. And so when that time came, eight weeks, one day, four hours, five minutes and two <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> I can't stand you. I came into the light. And I became the bras. And when I became the bras, I knew since I was seven, I was like, that was made for me. So that's why I became the bras. That's how I knew. Yo, that was an amazing story. <laughs> like you know I'm, I'm along for the ride. So, I'm like, yes. I mean, man. Go. All right. <laughs> I mean, Period. man. So, you know, that's that's just what it was, man, for me. Wow. You know. And um, so let me ask you this. Sure. Oh. Now, I, w- I pledged when I was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. You pledged when you was in grad. I did. Okay. So what were some of the activities as a grad soror uh, were you involved in? Right. And so, you pledged here. I did. Okay. So, so let me say this. Um, the undergrad experience was and was not there for me. So... Um, I talked about me going to an actual um, interest meeting, learning about the organization. And it was like, hmm, then when I was interested 
at that particular time, while I was at Brockport, things just didn't line up for me. Like there's some things and I was like, "Mm, I don't know, it just wasn't right um, at that particular time, you know, for me. So I was, I knew I was always interested. I knew that that was again, kind of similar to your experience. For me, there was only one, right? If not, if, if not that one, then nothing, right? Period. So then um, with the graduate experience, one of the other things that I take pride in when I think about being a part of this organization is like all my girls are part of the organizations and we were friends before, you know, we became part of the organization. So when you look up my whole crew, like when I say the crew, I spell it with a K because that's the crew. And we, we were just friends. So the one young lady I'm, I mentioned when we were at Brockport, we went, we had our first summer, mayor summer youth job together on High and Lemon. Gotcha. Fruit Belt. Fruit Belt. We worked, we went to college together. So we went to Brockport together. We started our master's program together. We worked two or three professional jobs together at the same time in the same corporation. We were pregnant at the same time, married at the same time. Our children are seven or nine days apart. And my homegirl. So all of that, Jante's godmother, like when I think about my whole crew, my sister, we we were just all a part of this space. So some of the organizations at the graduate level, community suburbs, one of the things that we were, um, again, huge with is giving back. And I remember one of the things that really touched me was we went to an actual um, safe house. So it was for battered women and their children who had nowhere to go. Mm. So, and then you can, and it was, it was cold blooded, but it was nice and self cold blooded. Like it was all kind of the secret operative thing because you really couldn't publicize the actual address because it was a safe, you know, space, gotcha. you know, so then that way, if they didn't work, they couldn't worry about, or didn't have to worry about somebody coming to find them. Right. So we did, um, you know, community services there, reading to, um, again, going to um, nursing homes and then also um, homes that um, have, you know, individuals that assisted living spaces. Um, Oh, my goodness. Cold blooded. So me and my girl, we was co um, captain and co-captain. We did an event where we did a closed drive and we call it we called it. Um, forward, um, fashion forward. Mm-hmm. Because here's the deal: we know that when individuals are in need and when they're lack, no one wants to say, "Well, we're having a clothing drive for the needy." So we put a real slick spin on it. It was real sexy. We had breakfast for them, and then we said, "Bring your children." And we had reading sessions with them, and the kids got books. We did coloring exercises with them, and it was where we allowed them to shop. So we set it up like going to the mall. We had the tea stands. We want always to be about service to all mankind. So those were some of the activities. Oh, canned food drives as well. Just really how are we kind of moving in these spaces? One of the other things that we've done is we would purchase um, cattle, Right. So it's a program where we would then donate it to 
um, countries in Africa. So then that way the community and the villages could have food. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different things that we've um, done, we've been involved in to be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. So, yeah. So I'm going to speak... Uh, one point that I did leave off in my story was the fact that I mentioned that all these other organizations were asking me. Yes, you right? did. What set the bros apart was that they didn't ask me nothing. I'm expecting them to be like, yo, you know you're coming this way, right? They're looking at me like, man, that gent shit was over. That's in high school. It's the real game right here. they looking at me like I'm small. they looking at me like I'm alone. <laughs> What's it? What are them? You were a little man. They like, man, you but you better miss me with all that. They told me don't even don't even look this way. Wow. They said, like, don't even come this way, man. We don't care who your granddaddy like, is. Exactly. We don't care. So? We don't care. That don't qualify you to be the bros. We good. Broke my heart. Wow. They told me she didn't need me. Eight weeks, one day, four hours, five minutes, and two <laughs> seconds later, I was a part of the family. But that's okay. So what the so my experience um, with some of the activities on the yard when I was the young bros back in 02 was um, so on Buff State's campus we had ASO, mm-hmm. CSO, AEL, right? It was just those three organizations for real for real on campus and we would collab with a lot of these organizations you know we we did the Apollo Nights mm. you know we did the Dollar Jams with CSO right we collabed with UB and their BSU you know they would do the BSU picnic and we would have the official after party you know what I'm saying partying that was next level next level there was never ever 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 here in the city of Buffalo a house party like the bros when you decide last minute at the BSU picnic to throw a house party you call you have DJ Elmatic on speed dial wow you got superstar J both of them students here right on speed dial yo we want to do a party I'm there yo that's dope I'm and then speaking of Illmatic shout out to Nas 25 years Illmatic come Ilmatic. on come baby on. You know what I'm for the culture come so, on y'all get with that but we're leaving the BSU picnic and back in those days the BSU picnic was that was an, a, another that's the truth that it, was, it was, that a was a whole another event by itself that was the moment where all the Greeks came out people probated mm. at the BSU picnics they did step shows there was football games basketball games all kinds of stuff it was lit it was it was an out It it was a community. Come on, talk about it. It was a community of folks that knew how to have a good time. Not saying that you don't now, but it was just a different experience, Mm -hmm. right? And so last minute, you decide you want to throw a party. I swear to you on everything I love. And back in these times, bros are reckless. See, we have this drink called (laughs) oil. We have this drink called oil. You know what I'm saying? Oil? And, And oil. Listen, let me tell you something. 
yeah, you got your yeah yeah what they lambda aids and and lemonades and and and, and jungle juice and ain't shit on the oil. I'm just gonna say that. For so sure. is there a real recipe for the oil? Yes, it is. Do you do you know the recipe? I do. Okay. Continue. Okay. So with that being said, right? We had oil in garbage bins. I'm talking about big, clean. Like every time we oh, made yeah, sure. oil, we had to get brand new garbage bins. And we will paint the garbage bins uh, gold. Right? And literally, we're walking down Main Street from UB South Campus. Right near the Wendy's and the, the train station. Yep. We have the oil in Main the front. Main Niagara Falls Boulevard. And the bras are managing a line <laughs> of 500 people walking down Main Street. And we just got cups. We throwing cups. <laughs> we just throwing them down. Like, here they are. Here's the cups. And we just pass what is the oil. What, okay, so wait, wait, hold on. What is the garbage can on? What's track? What? Who's carrying it? What is it on? So in terms at this of- time, my four, my four dog, my four dog is carrying the oil. You know what I'm saying he he's rolling the oil down uh, the the garbage bin. He's rolling it down, right? I'm talking so about on like on big, a dolly. That no, the, they have wheels. I'm oh, talking about the big garbage bins. Okay, big big ones. Okay, filled to the brim. Okay. Filled to the brim. Not none of that. Ha- no. Filled to the brim. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And by the time, 500 people are following us. We send out, a, we, we send out t- a text. At this time, text messages had to go through, an e- through, through the internet. So we send out one text message to our DJ house party. By the time we get to the house. Is everybody there? There is 300 more people there. So who lived on the main street? at our house. Did so you have a house? A, we had a house on 21 East Northrop. <laughs> I know where that is. Because what? Just Pizza's on the corner, right? You got your, before Just Pizza was there, you had Sal's Pizzeria right on the corner, which was a 24-hour spot. You walk in there, our picture is right there, right? You walk there, I swear to God, it was about 1,000 people. The party started at 7 o'clock. The party ended at 10 p.m. the next night. <laughs> yeah, y'all was just all the way in. And by the time the party was over, this is just partying, y'all. I'm going to get to the services. By the time the party was over, you went outside and you just saw bodies laying everywhere. It was asleep. They were sleeping. Knocked Nobody out. was dead. They were just sleeping. <laughs> sleeping. And then the next morning... These same folks that are sleeping on our lawn and the street and people's garages, they waking up. They ain't called. I'm surprised they ain't called. Yo, we going to do it again? Mm. What's up? We going to do it again? Crazy. And then we'll end up having barbecues and stuff. I mean, it was just a, it was just a monumental time. But that's just parties. Parties were a little different, too, because we had them in clubs. I'm saying we did parties in like clubs where you had to be fly. Mm. You know what I mean? Talk you had to get it. dressed down. You had to wear right. the heels. Today, y'all got to wear the red bottoms. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, like you just had to wear the heels and you just had to wear the get them girls, the, the freak them dresses on. You know what I'm saying? Girls had to look Freaks right. Come on at night. But you know what's crazy though? Freaks come on it. Freak them up. Ow. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, y'all. Sorry about that. But yeah. So, but you know what's crazy though? The only people that didn't get dressed up was the bras. 
We the only ones. We coming in there with nail your gold boots, ripped up jeans, and like we, you just got everything showing. Things Jackets, swinging, things swinging. Uh, it's just crazy. Bras were just reckless. We no Was? act right. No, act, still are. Okay, that's what, that's what I'm saying. What like still are. okay? You know what I'm saying? But we were just reckless. We was in our youth. I'm saying now we see we party hard, but we worked harder, harder. I'm talking about like as much time as we put into having fun. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of work that had to be done. Absolutely. There was a lot of mandates from our districts that we had to do here nationals that we had to do. So we did mentoring. Right. We did like Habitat for Humanity and projects yep. and service projects in the community. We 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 would volunteer our services at like uh, soup kitchens. And I'm saying serving the community every weekend, every weekend. Mentoring, big deal, big issue in our fraternity. Mm. So like now we have an opportunity to give back to this program that was a bridge builder program. And now we have an opportunity to see these young faces that look like us that want to aspire to be me. Absolutely. I'm saying. And now we're pouring into them and we're feeding them and we're not feeding them be the bros. No, we're Mm. feeding them have opportunity. Yeah. Have access. Go to college. Do something with yourself. Or go self awareness. Or, 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 or just or go to a military. Get a get a get an apprenticeship. Do something with yourself because I am the dream. Me, I'm the dream. I'm saying, on campus, we did so much volunteer work. It's crazy. We also did so much damage on campus too. I ain't gonna lie. You know why a lot of the times the campus don't allow for people to stroll on campus uh, or stroll on the student union because of us. Because when we were hop, we literally the the student union shake. Yeah, it was shake. The the chandeliers on the top. They used to be like these long chandelier things. Those things would rattle. We broke. Was the stage? Was it? We broke the the stage stage in Rockwell. We broke the stage in in the social hall, twice. We broke concrete on the steps that you walk on every day. We broke we broke the steps that's on the pillars over there at UB. Mm. Reckless. Like we we have left footprints <laughs> on this campus, on the yards, period. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, those are some of the activities. I mean, as far as philanthropy, every year we host a scholarship ball and we're giving out at least a minimum of ten thousand dollars to youth. We have a talent hunt, which is like a talent search program that we do, Mm -hmm. right? That is a a mandate of us where we look for new talent. And I'm not talking about people just singing. I'm talking about people who are instrumentalists. Yeah. People who are artists, right? People who have artistic abilities that that is not common. And we put a spotlight on them. Yeah. To promote them. And that's one of the great, again, one of the great things that I do love about Again, the community, Divine Nine, everybody has their own niche, if you will, but it is about philanthropy. It is about giving back and it is about the youth because everyone has their. So we had our youth program as well that was a part of, again, um, you know, what we do all around the world, giving back to youth. We're doing a whole bunch of things in the STEM areas as well. Also, financial literacy. So we definitely leverage not only just these positions but also the importance 
of being a part of something that's bigger than ourselves, and then giving back and showing what that looks like. Because again, it's not about wanting to join or be become a part of the organization. As a matter of fact, like when people come into my office, I remember people like, oh my goodness, I didn't know. Well, it's not about what's on my wall, it's about my walk. Watch what I do. It's in that swag, then you know there's only one. Mm-hmm. Then you know it's only one. So it's not about, again, the colors. It's not about the letters. It's bigger than that. And that's where we get into, again, where individuals want to get down for the wrong reason. We One of the activities that we did on campus every Bengal pause is that the bros would dress up. We would dress up and we would dress up in business suits and, and, and formal attire mm. or business attire because we wanted to show a different look, right? And we would talk to people. We would have lunch with people. A lot of our fraternity brothers that were alumni would come back on campus and have lunch with us. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it would be like 20 to 30 bras eating in the social hall or eating like in the dining hall. And people just be like, damn, there's so many of y'all. Like, what's up? Damn, he old, but he back. Like, what he doing? You know what I'm saying? And like, and the thing is, is that these will be professional men eating with us as undergrads, and people would see that and be like, "Wow." I will say um, this. So, seven years ago, so our regionals just happened last weekend. It was in Detroit. Seven years ago, it was in Detroit. The bros pulled up in the limo. For the AKAs. So then um, there is a chapter. They had a house in the historic district. Beautiful, all brick homes. Just very nice. Something going on on every floor. There was food. There was libations, spirits. Libations. (laughs) Libations. And let me just say. Did I say libations? (laughs) You did. Libations. We had. A great time. They show they they were classic. Can class I tell you a story? You can't. <laughs> Can I tell you a story? Tell, tell me your story. So one year the AKAs had their regionals or their districts here in Buffalo. Okay. Yep. Yeah, regional. Oh. <laughs> so yes. during this time, right? During this time, again, this is another party scenario, right? Yeah. The bros had the golden explosion. You know what that is? I've heard. Yeah. The golden explosion is a party between us and the lambdas. Mm. Right. And that was an experience. So at this time, right, that same weekend that the AKA regionals is here Mm -hmm. is um, our golden explosion weekend. So and the 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 MPHC at that moment was trying to host something for the AKAs. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, honestly, it was cat. It was so cat. So what happened? (laughs) What happened? The bros at this time were parties, right? Because now, see, y'all kids, y'all, y'all little privileged. You know, y'all don't want to get on buses. Y'all want to do Ubers oh and stuff and drive there, right? We, not only the bus, we walked. Listen, let me tell you something back in the day. When we, we got to no parties. We had no money to get on the bus. We ended up, you, if you didn't have a car <laughs> or you didn't want to t- pay a taxi, you got on the bus. Or you walked. Or you walked, right? Now, listen, let me tell you something. So... Every party we had to throw, we had a charter bus company that would go to every campus and mm-hmm. pick up students. Yeah, and they don't on rotation. And there, were, and there were pickup times. And they were on rotation. Right? So we heard that the AKAs were bored. They were complaining. They were like, man, this shit is cat. This shit is whack, man. What's really going Buffalo on? Buffalo ain't doing nothing. So the bros. So the bros. Oh. You Let's throw a party. <laughs> okay. 
So I end up calling my Neo, my son. I call, no, I call my son, not my Neo. I call Shine P, Spring 05. I call Shine P up to the front and I said, Shine, I need for you to call the bros that's on the bus, reroute the bus to pick up the AKAs at the convention center downtown. He's like, how many are there? I don't know. We just need to make it happen. So next thing you know, we tell the bus driver. Bus driver's like, all right, we out. Let's go. Let's pick them up. (laughs) So we pick up the students. I believe it was at Kanisha's. We pick up students at Kanisha's. The bus is half filled. We reroute and we come downtown to the the National Convention Center downtown. Mm -hmm. And when we get there, the bros leave the bus. We go inside the convention center and the whole entire lobby is filled with pink and green. Waiting. Waiting. They like, oh, so what's the bros doing? We said, get on the bus. I'll show you. Get on the bus. And it's like, you show me. You show me. I'll never forget one, one AKA. She was like, I don't know if I want to get on the bus. I was like, hold on. Let me show you something. I grabbed a long, a tower of oil and was like I think you need to get on this bus she saw that she said well I'm just saying I'm you know <laughs> I'm on the I'm bus saying, I, <laughs> I get on the bus so the AKA saw the oil and it divided some people was like oh we went this shit oh we out others was like no nah, we I'm heard about the oil <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing that so there was about a hundred AKAs that fit they asses on that bus. I don't know how they did it, but they got on this bus and we took them to this party and it was over. And it was over. Done. Ow. And these AKAs knew how to party. They were out. I mean, out. O W T. Out. <laughs> oh, Super W-T. duper out. Super Ow. Q out. They were out okay but that that's I just wanted to share that story with well, you thank you for that so again yeah. the so, bros took care of the AKs yes, here the bros yeah. took care of the AKs yes. in Detroit so we thank you absolutely anytime anytime you need it I got okay, you listen. so what organizations were present on campus I'll start with that because I know you mentioned that you said that there was Kappas that was at the first institution yeah at Lock Haven okay. that was it that was it that was it. And then Brockport was different. So for real, let me say this. And I don't know if I'm being prejudicial. So I'm going to roll the tape back because I was at Brockport for two years. And I don't know if I'm just tripping because I'm biased. But I don't, re- I don't really remember nobody else getting down. Like the AKs ran the yard in Brockport. Mm-hmm. Like they was just solid. And I don't know if I was just kind of like zoned in on them. But yeah. I don't remember any, you know, other organization that was... Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Buff State at UB, okay? So at Buff State. Wait, the Kappas were. The man, I'm talking about fem- you know, the sororities. Um, Kappas were. What the hell was? Yeah. That was it? Let me think about it. Okay. We'll come back. We'll come, come back, back to me. You. Okay, so on this yard, we'll start with Divine Nine. Okay. You had the Bruhs. The Alphas, mm-hmm. Kappas, Sigmas, the Iotas, 
And then as far as the sororities, you had the Reds, you had the Ks, you had the Zetas, you had the SG Rose. All nine were represented. So you had Wayman, who were you had? Who? All nine. I know. Say the sororities again. You had the Reds. You had the K's. Who's the K's? AKs. Mm-mm, we're the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority in the Al- Thank Al- you, please. The, Listen, the I'm going to tell you, Kappa our Alpha old school sorority. have a heart attack, roll over, and pass out. Uh, I'm sorry. The Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Thank Incorporated you. was here. And they were, the K, wait, is it Gamma number? Iota was definitely in the building. <laughs> so, and then you had the, the Zetas and the SG Rose. All were present here. All, like if you if you ever had to hold a bag of Skittles in your hand, that's how it looked. <laughs> Not a bag of Skittles. That's how it looked. And then with the Nalfo Greeks, multicultural Greeks, oh, they were present here too. You had L U L Lambda Lambda mm-hmm. Upsilon Lambda was here. Sigma uh, Lambda Upsilon was here. Uh, Sigma Iota Alpha was here. Lambda Theta Alpha was here. Sigma Lambda Beta was here. Right? Omega Phi Beta was here. Shout out to Jocelyn Spring O two. Holla at you. Mm. you know what I'm I mean, like, all was here. So many of us, right, were present on this campus. Lambda Theta Alpha, all here on this campus, present, working. One of the highlights, for example, the IOTAs, the IOTAs used to have a program that they did or a service that they did every year where they had uh, a Howard homecoming trip. That they mm. sponsored, they had a. They were the first to do it. They had a chartered bus, and they would have people sign up. They'll pay for their seat. They'll go down to Howard University for their homecoming. Have a whole weekend of events going on. The wow. Alphas, the Alphas had their Gold Rush. That was a mm. party that they did with the Lambdas, right? We had a Golden Explosion. Gold Rush was done in the in the fall. We was done in the spring. You know what I'm saying? So Lambdas, they capitalized off of both of us. They they was making bread. You know what I'm saying? But the Alphas, they did uh, the 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 women's uh, the women's celebration program. You know what I'm mm. saying they had their formal events that were bomb, that were awesome. You know what I'm saying the Kappas, the Kappas, they did their events. Sigmas, the Sigmas, before like before my time, they were big in Buffalo. So let me say this: I'm tripping because the Sigmas were at Brockport because TJ got down mm-hmm. and then there was the Kappas mm-hmm. shout out saying. to my man Sharif Joe Blackburn all them boys man and Listen. then also the Sigmas was huge in Kenesha's Sigmas at that ran the yard man Sigmas the, Sigmas they ran the yard there were so many of them here yeah. you know what I'm saying and, and also were, at Niagara too man they they, they they were they they had it man for real they they were you know I don't give shouts like that to like other Greeks I don't because I just feel the bruise or just whatever but at the end of the day to be in all transparency like these well, we these organizations they they were man the Reds the man listen the, there's a residence life program that's here what's it ninety nine red balloons mm-hmm. that was a Delta program the Deltas mm-hmm. made that program here. You know what I'm saying? And they collaborated with Residence Life. You know what I'm saying? To do that program. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, the the AKAs had something with March of Dimes that they used to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then now, Rose, yeah, S.G. Rose is really heavy into like going into the communities and the schools. You 
yeah. and doing so and everybody work. had their own everybody area had their own area yeah. of expertise yeah. i'm saying and right, you know like it the, the the activities that everybody did like it was it was and it was just a different time and this was also during a time where strolling people didn't really stroll like that i mean they did but stepping it was marching hopping party walk those things were more prominent than strolling Way strolling would more. be like and strolling is new strolling would be like you know that that was a privilege that's something that you did after the program yep. or after the step show I'm saying, but the stepping, that was, that was an art form right there, man. I remember you could walk into a step show and you knew, like, you could pick a style, you could pick a color, you could pick a, a a call, you know what I'm saying? And it it was all distinguished between each other. Like, you you knew who was who, you knew who was what, you knew who, what looked like, you know what I'm saying? Everything. Nowadays, everything looked the same. Well, again, I think so there's some similarities to one of the other wonderful conversations we had about, again, talking about sustainability Mm -hmm. and are all of the organizations looking the same. Right. So there's some overlap. Yeah. So, you know, that that's (laughs) just saying that's what the campus looked like back in our day, man. You know what I'm saying? The past, you know, students ask all the time, well, what was the yard like, man? The yard was fun. It was. And and again, a sense of community and camaraderie and everybody had their thing. Yeah. Everybody had their focus for philanthropy. Everybody had their focus for what they were doing on campus and off campus. Everyone had their focus. And you know what? And then they all supported one another. So like you said, BSU. So that was the biggest party. So everybody came out for that. And it wasn't this whole, because again, back to the organizations, Mm -hmm. there was a meeting of the minds. So we knew BSU would have this. The Q's would have this. The AKA's would have this. The Deltas would have this. And nobody was trying to do something. it was hands off. Exactly. It was hands off. There was was a code of conduct. So this was during a time, y'all, where Founders Week Mm, yes. For every organization was important. It was significant. And every, for an example, November 17th, 1911, that's my founder's date, right? On that week, every Greek organization, every student organization has to abstain. They don't do nothing that week. Out they're of just respect. Here to, they just here yep. to support out us. Out of respect. Out of respect. They're there to promote us. The Alphas, the same thing. The Kappas, the same thing. You know what I'm saying every organization when it came to your founders week, everybody was hands off. Yep. Now I'm gonna be very transparent and honest with you. That changed a lot. That changed. That created a lot of tension and a lot of rivalry because people try to step on each other's cho- toes. Here there were fights. Oh God. Mm. There was be. Listen, I got some stories. If y'all want to know some stories, talk to me offline because I'm telling you right now there was some. I. Me was in to, some of them. Had to wreck some people, like wreck mode. See, yeah, see, y'all see the favorite campus uncle. I'm smiling and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all see, but y'all don't y'all know. See the super dad, but y'all and don't the know. Husband. The, but listen, the bulldog had to come out sometimes. It did. You know what I'm saying? I, and I'm, I don't like it now. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Because I, I live by the moniker now. Like, why are you fighting over territory you, you don't own? And no, no. You know what I'm no. saying? Why are you fighting over a yard you, you don't own the rights to? But and then not only but that, I get, yeah, get, even get back to the deeper aspect, you know, territory that you don't even own. But let's get right within, and then let's get right with one another. Yeah, 
Come on, that camaraderie. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm big on that whole code of conduct. We know that that's why there is variety because one size does not fit all. But listen, let's be on the vanguard for all of this. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you something in the past, right? Because this also goes into the future. Okay. In the past, I didn't honor Greek unity. Mm. So what was that about? Again, either you were the bros or not. That that was our that was our code of conduct. You know what I'm saying you either mess with the bros or not. And if you messed with the bros, you were our friends, and we took care of you. We took care of you. You took care of us. Like it was just like that. Like friendship is a big thing with the bros. Honor and loyalty is a big thing with the bros. But we never hold the person. Like we never hold you to be like, okay, you can't be friends with nobody else. Mm. Like we never, because we honor friendship. Yeah. But when it comes to the bros, it was the either you with the bros or not. That was our thing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saying we were like supermen. <laughs> Seriously, Superman. we were like supermen, and like you, you, you would know. You would know. There would be people I could walk into the union as an undergrad, and there would be certain people that would come up to me, and everybody else be like, "Yo, you know him." You you know Fred? Yeah, I know him. Yo, like, is he cool? Yeah, he's cool. Cool, go talk to him. Go talk to him. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man, because, you well, know, like, some of my friends, they the alphas, you know and I'm saying? And they'd be like, man, Fred ain't about that. Not about that. He don't care who you friends with. It's just the fact that if you friends with him, you, you friends, friends with the bros, and that's yeah. what it is. You know what I'm saying? so, But there was a lot of tension. A lot of it was, <laughs> you know, the bros, we the bad guys. We was the bad guys. We just still the bad guys in a lot of stuff. We are. But you know what? We're bad guys because we always stick up for the right thing. Mm. And sometimes, you know, that it's frowned upon. I mean, but it is what it is as far well, it as that's be concerned. Frowned upon because again, anytime you're on the side of right, it's right. Yeah. Regardless of who is in alignment or agreement with that. But again, I think what happens with that too is it's about territory and it's about who's the best and who got here and all these other things. So again, I believe all of the divine nine brings something special, brings something different to the table. And again, one size does not fit all. Facts. You just have to know where you line up at and again, be about something that's bigger than yourself and be about it for, again, the intended purpose and not because you're just trying to be down because you think it's going to make you who you are. If you're not, if you haven't gotten that thing all the way together, miss me. I was just, I was just, uh, last semester, I had a conversation with an alpha. His name was Raffaello. Hmm. Raff. I'm saying, and, you know, I think he was made in 2003. I'm saying, and we were just reminiscing. You know, and he was one of the guys we had the biggest rivalries with. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and we're sitting there, we in the we in the the, the coffee shop. You know what I'm saying, and then Student Union, Barnes and Nobles, and we just like, man, that shit was stupid. All that stuff was stupid. Mm. It's like, yeah, you know, but we were young. You know, yeah. the, the youth does shit to you. I'm speaking to uh, Shondell, who's a Kappa. I'm speaking to Stash, who's a Kappa. You know, who are made in O2. I'm speaking to the Sigmas, Jermaine and Dracy. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking to Charles and all of them who are Iotas. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking to Adia and, and to Raquel and Tiana. I'm speaking, you know, to, just to Tamara. Like, all these names that I could come up with. You know what I'm saying? We knew all, we all knew each other. We all knew each other. We all we all laughed together. 
We cried together. Party together, together. We partied studied together, together. We ate together. We studied together. Sure. We suffered together. We survived together. We graduated together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a, an amazing thing. So now my question is, in the present, what so happened? Right. So how? So then speaking oh, of that. Oh, so, shit. Here we go, y'all. So, how, so we're talking we about that, the change. So what do you think changed and why do you think it changed? So what has changed? What caused it to change, in your opinion, when we're talking about, okay, this happened in the mm. past, now we're talking about the present? You're asking me? I am. I'm asked because you have a full breadth of knowledge because you've seen it in two different yeah. lights. Yeah. So... And, we're, and when I say you've seen it, I'm talking about the experience here on this yard. It's a layered answer. Okay. We got time. It's a layered answer. I will say this. Don't be offended when I say this. Well, I, I think we, are, we already said that. Come on. Standards fell. What kind of standards? Be specific. I'm talking about in terms of like people when we recruit folks. <clears throat> I'm saying not recruit because we don't recruit. But okay. when you when you gain. So the selection process. The selection and, process. Sure. Right. The, the selection process has been watered down. It's been lukewarm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're selecting our friends rather than people who Ooh. are, you know, Come actually on. honorable and meet, the, meet the standard and the qualifications of being a part of the fold of whatever you represent, right? And then when you let your friends in, they're gangsters. Now, I'm not trying to judge folks or nothing like that, but I'm just talking specifically with us. We are men of nobility and valor. We have a certain type of reputation. We have a certain uh, code and a certain standard. Now, I mean, and in my fraternity alone, we're, we're, we're like we we're we're selecting a lot of thugs. So what about that? Okay, so so not only that, that has also changed. And what about sure. there's been a huge conversation about um, brothers and sisters that live an alternative lifestyle. Be more specific. Gay, homosexual. Okay, so that's been something that's been happening since I was a bra. You know what I'm saying? I've known. So, but why? But why are we acting like it's new though? Well, because we live in a time now where it's socially acceptable. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So now, like, I believe some some organizations are now dealing with the fact that this transgendered individuals that want to become a part of their organizations now. So you might have been a woman, but, you know, born as a woman, but now you identify as a man. And now they're trying to ask you, how come I can't be a part of your fraternity? I'm a man. You were not born a man. No, but I am a man now. Yeah. Well, and so that. So like you're seeing, dealing, so like you're yeah. dealing with like complex issues, which is another reason why things have changed. Yep. Uh, um, I think undergrads, the, the relationships between undergrads and grads has suffered. In what way? Because some cities that I've been, uh, that I've been in Mm -hmm. don't really support their undergrads. So undergrads, it's kind of like blind leading the blind. They're trying to carry on in a chapter and they really don't know how to do that because they don't have that direction. They don't mm -hmm. have that mentorship. That tutelage. And they end up falling, they end up getting themselves into trouble. They end up getting themselves into debt. Chapters end up dying out because they haven't had a line in or God being knows how sued. long. Or chapters are being sued because of hazing allegations, which we're going to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like things have happened, okay? Also, the culture has changed. Like 
it I remember a time where when you went if you had the the privilege in earning or becoming a part of a, a Greek letter organization, you know, there was a certain level of pride in that. Mm-hmm. And respect and I, as well. I'm talking like when I when I came out that basement. <laughs> what was it? Eight weeks. You know eight weeks. One day, four hours, five minutes, and two seconds. When I saw the light, and I became the bros. I swear to you, couldn't tell me nothing. I was Superman. I was Superman. I came on the yard with dirty fatigues, freshly gold painted boots. You know what I'm saying? A frat shirt, smelling like anything. <laughs> I'm saying, and I came to. I remember all the ways wrong. I remember I came to Dr. Stewart's class. I was in his class. Superstar Jay was sitting right next to me. I came into his class. Dr. Stewart saw me. He had a big ass smile and said, "Man, you can take the day off, man. Go on ahead, man. Go celebrate." And then I walked to the union. And as I'm walking to the union, right, there's a certain level of esteem and confidence. Like everybody looking at you, like, "Damn, he made it." (laughs) Oh. You know what I'm saying? And then, watch and, then, out. and then when I get to the union, my LB looking like a goddamn genie lamp from Aladdin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dressed in like head to toe purple and gold. He out there, like it's it's like 80 degrees. He got on a, a frat scully on. Yo, listen, that that is the truth. You can always tell Anil, they have on everything. They Every, match everything. Every, I was like, everything. yo, you, you like, really people, killing like, the like thing. It was people were matching. People, Every, people were up. proud to showcase what they earned now today just recently this uh so for those in terms of timeline right there was a meet the greeks thing or not meet the greeks but there was a iga there used to be a meet the greeks so right but what i'm saying is that presently there was an iga greek week right and they just had uh, 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 a program or something in the student union where they wanted greeks to stroll here's the difference between then and now if it were then and they were having that in the student union, that wasn't a program. That happened every day. <laughs> yeah. The you union, didn't need a program. You didn't need a platform to do that. We union, just did that. The union looked so, like during bango pause, during that time, you couldn't get through. People would walk around the building. It was, everybody was on full. All of the Greeks were out. They had their tables and then the student clubs and organization was out. There was always music playing. You couldn't get through. SUNY you Albany. You couldn't get through. SUNY There's, Albany, shouts out to them. They used to come to this yard just for bangle paws. <laughs> they used to drive up here for bangle paws. People from the it, city. And wait, and then the, from, and then the other St. John's Buffalo used State. to drive up here. Syracuse, Binghamton. Buffalo State was the, where's the happening. UB, can he, they came here when we had events. Bangle Paws, Crazy. they were like, roll up. And then you see, soon as Bangle Paws is over, you see all the jackets and the letters, you know, again, exiting all of the, the doors in the buildings because then it was time for them to either get back Crazy. to their campus, work, whatever it is that they Crazy. wanted to do. But you know what? I was talking about how, like, you didn't need a program or, or um, a platform to do that because it was just something automatic. You could tell somebody, set some shit out right now. And they like, well, you know, they just be out. No questions, no hesitation. Always ready to go. Out. Now it's like, come on, go, go do something, go, come on. You're going to do this with me? 
Come on, you, come on. We gonna do this. Well, together. I think no. But I think one of the other things too. So we're talking about culture, and we're talking about what's changed here on campus. One of the things too is bangle paws isn't bangle paws anymore. That's very true. Bangle paws. So that played into it as well. Bangle paws was sacred when we were here. You ain't touch bangle paws. It was all like lights out. Oh, what bangle paws? Are you kidding Listen, me? Listen, at UB on Wednesdays was like their bangle paws. Yeah. Lights and out. On Wednesdays, that's when everybody was in their student union on North Campus and the bros would pop out over there and would just set out marches. We would eat on their campus. It would be like a group of 10 of us because we always had the smallest number. You know what I'm saying? But we would all, we would eat together. We would study together. We'll go on their campus. We'll set out marches. We singing. We had soul. You know what I'm saying? Like we just had a certain swag to us. Alphas would do the same thing. They would go and they would do their thing. You know what I'm saying? Kappas, they'll come with their canes, you know, and they doing their things. Back in those days, they didn't have a shimmy. They didn't do that shimmy and shit. Kappas. That's something new. Like they, at least to my knowledge, I never saw that shit. I didn't see. I never, they just did the cane shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but they never did the shimmy shit. They never did that. You know what I mean? See, look, it's crazy. If y'all could see what I'm seeing right now, but okay, you know what I mean. But, <laughs> but it's just like this. I don't know what it is. It's like you can't even get Greeks to wear their letters. How? Okay, let me let me let me just okay. So so okay, so is it so we're talking about again the current climate. you know climate change and we're talking about organ um individuals that belong to the orgs that don't want to wear their sure. letters. Is that really more about them or I know that there's a lot that has also changed with the administration? Okay, so that's that's a two part thing too, and I think that goes hand in hand because there's organizations that have a clean slate. That don't have any sort of restrictions. But wait, like did, but have you been in a union? It, it, hardly ain't none of us up there. That's there's only two of us up there. All right then. In terms of the divine nine, there's yes. only two of us up there. The and those, th- and who? And those things and the Zetas and those things are holding by a thin thread. They hold. <laughs> wait, they, they on one on, leg. They hold. They on <laughs> one a finger. String. They on a string with one finger, like just <laughs> holding on. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's we talk about the climate, right? Everybody's walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. And the reason why everybody's walking on eggshells is because the climate, the climate is tense. And a lot of it has to deal with the school. Yeah. Right. Because because they're, again, being reactive, I believe, in part of it to, again, the reputation or the so-called reputation and not necessarily understanding a lot of the ritual. So when. I was in the student life office, mm-hmm. connected to, again, the assistant director who was over Greeks. There are certain things that we know about our processes that that's just not known. Right. And then they want you to put your process down. Well, right. we, we can't do that. So it's difficult when there are institutions that don't understand it. So there's it, there and lies challenge between PWI and the HBCU. Now, the thing, the difference between the HBCU and the PWI when it comes to Greek culture is the fact that HBCU, their DNA is rooted in, in Greek culture. You have presidents that are Greek. You, you have te- you have faculty the members, the deans, the administrators, upper level administrators, faculty alumni are, are Greek. So they understand staff. the culture. Have, if you've ever, if you've ever, let's let's point out a popular HBCU right now. So let's talk about Howard University. Let's talk about okay. The, the let's talk about Howard University and how the Deltas they probated at at Howard University, right? And when they did, all the classes were were canceled. 
You know why? Because the majority of their faculty were Deltas. Mm. And so what happens, they want to go out and they want to celebrate this line that just crossed. So they're coming out and they're coming out with their hats, their probate jackets, Mm -hmm. their jewelry, and they see all this red and white on campus and they open, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, yo, because it's a part of their DNA now, PWI doesn't have that luxury. A PWI doesn't know that culture. They might have certain folks that are Greek that serve in administration, right? But they but can't. But it's sprinkled. But it's sprinkled. It's not strong. The leadership, the leadership isn't Greek. Well, let's, uh, so, but think about that. So we're talking about the leadership is not Greek, but let's even talk about. And we can compare that to the previous leadership who was Greek and how the yard was very different. Very different. And then I'm going to go another step further and talking about the difference between a PWI and an HBCU. And I want to say maybe a division two or division three, not division one, because that's a whole nother animal in and of itself with PWIs. But let's even talk about that in terms of campus pride. You can't tell Dr. Stewart nothing about no Howard. He go back to homecoming every, you know, he from how that's it. He had four, I believe, of his students that he had here at Buffalo State that all graduated with their PhD from Howard, the Bisons. It's a different feel. It's a different energy. And when you're talking about the pride, it's instilled in them. So when you have someone who's tethered to that and understand the historical context and the significance of that, absolutely, you're going to get a whole new ball of wax and a different Slant. You know, for a long period of time, Buffalo State was always considered the PD, the HBCU. And the party of school. The Sunnis, <laughs> right? And the party and school. And I used to laugh at that because it was kind of true. It was getting there. It was getting close. But then some things happened. But so if we're talking that, about numbers, it might be. Now. I mean, sure, sure. And if we're talking about numbers, it might be. I think SUNY Albany is now trying to take that crown. I'm saying they're trying trying to, you know, they're trying to take that crown out. But I will say this. The reason why the climate is very tense right now is because you have a lot of the wrong folks in the right positions. And they're the ones that's trying to tell you about your culture. And they don't have a clue about it, but they're trying to tell you what you're supposed to do with your culture. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just the honest to God truth. I'm not speaking on behalf of the of the of the school. I'm speaking on the behalf of me. And I'm speaking on the behalf of of conversations that I had with students, past and present. Okay. A large reason why the Greek community is lacking right now. Okay, uh, internally has a lot to do with us. Okay. Okay. Because of the selection process, it has a lot to do with and, the people and, that we're selecting. Selecting. So there has to be some self accountability. And then some of the things that are happening throughout that selection process. Yes. Oh yeah, we're going to get there. Okay. But there's a lot of things that are happening that we have no control over, that is inhibiting this experience for people. You know what I'm saying? There's people that are in control who really don't know or trust the culture that is rich within our, like that, that we want, that we know. And I was talking about, like we know, I'm talking about Greeks that are currently in this situation now. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, the, 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 so for an example, Buffalo State right now, 
there's this whole the reason why there's a lot of tension is because Buffalo State has taken a very strong stance in terms of something that traditionally and historically has been happening in Buffalo for years, decades, generations, and that's the whole citywide chapter thing. Yeah. And the and the city citywide chapter city ordinance. Buffalo State has taken a strict stance and is eliminating that. Has eliminated. Has. Well, no, because to be truthful, there's a grandfather clause. So citywide chapters can still operate as long as there is one surviving member that is a full-time registered student in the chapter. So if they're here and that chapter has been founded or chartered as a citywide chapter and their charter belongs somewhere else, but they're here at Buffalo State, that charter or that chapter can still remain here. The problem is, is that when that person graduates and there's no line coming in, the chapter is now empty. So now that grandfather clause it's has been removed. So basically, that's basically all of them. Yes, which is why you don't see the Qs. You don't see the Alphas. You don't see the Kappas. You don't see the Sigmas. You know, like, you don't see see the the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. (laughs) You don't see that. You don't see Delta Sigma Theta. You know, currently right now, you don't see Sigma Gamma. Like, you just don't see them. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why is because there's this citywide policy right now that I believe in my mind is crippling. It's crippling. But I'm going to tell you something. The major thing that's happening right now, which is forcing people to um, to change or course correct, is a lot of chapters want to recharter. The problem in rechartering the chapter or a chapter here at Buffalo State is because of the fact that a lot of the districts, regionals, or national organizations of these respected orgs don't feel that it's necessary to do so because they're like, well, you know, Phi E has been here. Phi Epsilon has been here and in our charter, it tells us that we can do a citywide recruitment. So I don't understand why Buffalo State would want to uh, have us recharter our chapter when technically we like we're in good standing like we we're in good standing you know we could I think do whatever it came down to the scenario that happened three years ago talk think, about it I think it what happens is Buffalo State I believe right it, or in institutions are trying to protect themselves absolutely they're trying to protect themselves so what happens is when you so talk about again citywide ordinance so when you have a citywide ordinance that means you be buffalo state and who's the other one is it madai or damon i think madai damon niagara university no niagara i don't think i don't think niagara is a part of the um i don't think niagara is a part of the city the um the city ordinance because i think they were too far out we can Okay, so anyway, so so, so, so for specific orgs, it okay. would include that. All right, so basically that's what, again, the city ordinance is. So when the city ordinance came about, it was about camaraderie. It was about, again, not being operating and not having different schools, institutions operating in silos. Mm-hmm. And what happens is now if this is going to affect and look like it is, what you do is create silos. And then the thing for me that I think is most devastating is the one thing as Divine Nine, and even when you think about an historical context, we lose history. Mm-hmm. You lose all of that history, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gone. So now we're talking about Gamma Iota, right? Mm-hmm. Undergrad line. 
Kappa Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority that was here, that was started again, part of the chapter UB with all of that. So now it looks very different. Mm -hmm. It looks very different. So because of institutions not wanting to be caught up and saying, okay, well, if it was a UB student, Charles goes to UB. We can't do anything to Charles because he doesn't he doesn't go to the school, but they were all a part of that experience, that line. Mm -hmm. And I think this is this was their answer to protecting themselves. Can I play devil's advocate? I, well, you can let me let me give me let another me, thing. I don't want you to play no devil. Oh, no, but yeah. give me another give me, perspective. All right. So let me let me <laughs> let me side with the let me let me side with the institution on this part. Let me okay. justify why. Okay. I'm hear you. So when Bradley died. Come on. Our late great brother Bradley, yep. Bradley Doyley, when he passed, it was a very unfortunate event that happened to him. On and we, many levels, and we all know, and we all know what his aspirations were. And the student body grieved. They did. We grieved. They Students, did. faculty, staff, community, that, the they community, did. we grieved we did. a lot. We did. Honor. You know, I was there when they had the the vi the vigils and you know and the, the funeral. The, um, they had the little funeral celebration here um, at the Houston gym. Yes, I was there. I was I was holding his mother. I was meeting his brother. You know what I'm saying? I was there. I was wiping tears of students. I was involved. I was there. I was invested in this. I was speaking with students privately about his life and how this was all affected. Right. When that happened, the school panicked. Of course, yes. Rightfully they pulled, they so. Pulled, they pulled the cord. Rightfully so. And there was even conversations about, see, this is why we need to eliminate citywide chapter because now how can we, how can we claim liability? Because that's the main thing. That's the major reason. Because as there why. weren't any, so there weren't any alphas here. There weren't any undergrad alphas at the time because it was. No, there were. There, there were there were alphas here, there were alphas here. That were at, that were undergrad. That were undergrad. Yes. Okay. They were they were here. Okay. The, the thing the thing is is that when this happened, and when this unfortunate event happened, it was it was found that and during the investigation they were doing something over at UB, and it just so happened to be Buffalo a Buffalo State student was over there. Mm -hmm. So now the city, the, the school is looking at it like, okay, I only want to limit liability to us. I don't want to be responsible for UB students that have nothing to do with Buffalo State. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So we need to, so I can understand the rationale as to why they would want to eliminate any further incidences that could occur. With reckless behavior like that I could understand that Okay But on the flip side If you were to benchmark And look at other institutions And what they do mm -hmm. you know And saying? use it as a guide And use it as a guide You know what I'm saying I think that this will be A completely different scenario you know what I mean? Because, it, you know, when you look, and, and I've invested a lot of time in this. I've read, I've looked into things and stuff. I'm trying to problem solve and create different solutions. You know, other institutions, 
you know, in, in place of IGA, they would have the FPIG or something like that. And that's a governing body yeah. that not only deals with citywide chapters, but it deals with local chapters here, too. And there's a place for everybody. There's a way that they reprimand. There's a code of conduct. There's a protocol. Right. There's a con there's a conduct board. There's a there's a level. There's as you would say, there's levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think that. The people that are in position truly need to do some research in terms of how to handle incidences like that. Because if you were to look at an HBCU and there was an incident that happened like this, not even in death, but just like a hazing allegation, right? Mm -hmm. That organization that, that is responsible for that, they reprimand solely. Mm -hmm. Not the whole great not the community. Whole community, but there has been instances where the whole community has been held accountable, mm -hmm. but only for a semester. So what they do, they they would suspend, Spend. you know, intake for the semester, and or then for they, the year. and then organizations they wouldn't be able to do any programming and things that they, they could do right. in community service, but they wouldn't be able to right. have any programs. And or as any far power as the parties. organization that is responsible for any sort of crisis situations, those organizations will be reprimanded more ex extremely. So they will be suspended or kicked off campus for, right, for a certain amount for of a years. certain amount of time. I'm talking about not like a year. I'm talking about five, ten years. Yeah, and I'm saying ten years, fifteen years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, th these are just, like, different things. And the students are upset because the the school did a poor job in informing students oh, about yeah. the citywide transition. Well, because, so why do we think that, do they even understand the consequences and what happened behind that as well? And then I'm going to take it another, add another layer to it. I believe that certain institutions have been looking for ways to eliminate Greek life altogether. Yeah, I heard that there's a, an initiative to try to eliminate all together at the under at the undergraduate all all the way together. Mm -hmm. All the way together because they find themselves trying to either problem solve and or manage scenario limit liability to themselves mm -hmm. because we again as parents we understand we sympathize and as individuals that belong to the community we sure. understand and sympathize as well sure guess what you know and it's it there's nothing it's a heavy more. lift it's a there's, heavy lift no matter no matter whatever way we look at it no matter how we slice it there's all Unfortunately, it appears that there's going to be some some hiccup. There's going to be some points of contention. Sure. There are going to be some things that we just don't know. Sure. But I do agree with the fact that you um, believing that they pulled the cord in reaction mode as opposed to saying, OK, let's kind of figure it first and foremost, let's make sure, you know, all the people are good. You know what happened? Okay, let's make sure we handle that. Let's take care of the family, so on and so forth. And then let's make let let's write that as best we can because we can't. But as best we can, what is it that you need from us? How do we stand in the gap, take care of you, honor him, and then now let's come together. We came together individual. We came together in celebration. And I know, and I and I know that I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. And I know that in response to 
Bradley's death, mm-hmm. in terms of the student and community, there were initiatives where the, the, the student affairs side of things were trying to hold open forums mm-hmm. for students to communicate and express okay. themselves in this tragedy. I know that. The problem in doing that is that they would do it last minute. Mm. They wouldn't give enough notice. So then the turnout. Right. So the turnout would always be poor and they would be like, oh, well, we tried this, tried it. But you're not really you're not really giving the students the opportunity to respond or to see, you know, what I mean, Or, or to have an opportunity to attend these things because they're in class. They have other obligations, and now you want them to drop that because you're doing these forums, you know. And, of course, on your side, you're like, well, at least we're doing them. But the problem is, okay, yeah, we're doing them, but, hmm. you know, they're last minute. Yeah. You know I mean? They're piss poor planning. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's why, I like, and I hate the fact that, like, our president has received a lot of criticism hmm. yeah. when it comes to this. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, it, I would have hated to be in her shoes mm. during a time like that because mm. one I'm grieving too absolutely that's a that's a brother that's a brother that has been subjected to death because he aspired to be a part of something that I know he was passionate about and yeah. it happened on my watch yeah. that's something that you students need to understand that happened on this sister's watch yeah and she and then she has to carry that and we'll have to answer that and for the rest carry that of her not only her career but her life. Right. She has to carry that responsibility. Yeah. So that's one thing. But I do think that also under her watch there were certain things I wish she would have done differently. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have talked about that as well, you know, what in the difference. And, and you know what? Ain't no right way to do the wrong thing. There isn't. You, you listen, you just have to do the best. And when we realize we've gotten it wrong or we could have done it better, then we have to go back to the drawing board because you know what? It's only right and just. Yeah. It's only right and just. And the moment we say, all right, here is an example of that. And then we try it and we don't get it right. And be like, oh, well, we tried, check the box. You know what? That's foul. And we don't honor all of the people and all of the individuals in the scenarios that was in that tragedy. And you, it leaves people with, again, the reputation. Speaking of reputation. About what we are and who we are. And and, in terms specifically, because I know everybody was affected. Everybody that represents uh, an organization that's of color, Mm -hmm. reputation was questioned. But, but Indeed. no other organizations were questioned more than those that were in the divine nine. But like, and then and then it happens on both sides. It's like the MPHC, the council, and the conference. Yeah. So what's that about? Yeah, yeah the rep, our reputation suffered. Students, students began to distrust. Yeah, fearful. Students were fearful. And then not to mention... And then then their parents. But not only that, but now you have visuals. So, like, now you have videos or movies like Burning Sands. That comes out. Mm -hmm. And that's coming out. And and that's right after Bradley's death. And and then you have individuals coming out saying, well, yes, I too. Kind of like almost the Me Too movement and saying these things and that ads. coming out and stuff. And it was just looking bad for those that are doing right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then the parents and then and then I even heard some of our scholars and their parents, you know, saying, matter of fact, one of my students was in the process when she she was in my class and parents are saying, what you doing? Like, oh, my like parents, because they're like, didn't you hear? And oh, my goodness. And yeah. what happens? Because yeah. it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah it's it a is. real thing. It really is, man. You know, and it's uh, a real thing. So. And the reason why students aren't gaining access to a lot of these organizations now is because of the fact, one, the citywide chapter policy, right, and the ordinance. A lot of these chapters have been emptied, and now because they've been emptied, you know, um, they're, they in order for them to come back, they have to be rechartered. And okay. then the other thing, too, access and talking <clears throat> about first finding us. Yes, yes. Come yes. on. Finding us. Finding us. Then it's this whole thing of, all right, what's the policies and procedures if we wanted to have an interest meeting or if we want to have an event? Where does one go or supposed to go to get this information? Yeah. And you know what? I'm, a, I'm a, you know, <laughs> that, no, that's a great point. That, that's a very good point. And the reason why is because there are a lot of students who are like, who have no direction. Yeah. They're just going and they're they like, They find us all the time. And, and they're Get just us like, up in the like, hallway. How, how do we do this? Where do we go here? What do we do with this? And I'm going to tell you something. The best thing that you can do is read policies. Yep. Read policies. If you come to me and you're asking me for guidance, the first thing I'm going to pull out is policy. Mm. I'm going to tell you, listen, we have a uh, an office here that's doing X, Y, and Z. Yep. I don't care how you feel about them. I mean, to be quite honest, I'm not the most, uh, I don't, I don't. Supportive. I, I don't really, I'm not the most supportive, but it is what it is. You have to, you have to respect the seat rather mm -hmm. than the person in it. You got to respect the seat. But so who's doing it now? I don't even so, know we. I don't, so like, I guess they just, in terms of the Greek person. Yeah. Right. Quote unquote. Because I don't know what that title is. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know the guy's name. I don't know his so full funny. name. Okay. But I know that he's new. You know what I'm saying? And I know that um, according to word on the street, that he is trying, quote unquote. Trying to do what? To get things back. I don't know what that means. Okay. Okay, if you ask me, that's a bunch of bullshit. But you know what I'm saying. But but I, so you think that you got to give? But you got to give it time, though. Do you think that? But do you think when you said that's bullshit? Do you think they're just feeding them an actual line to kind of keep them quiet for them for the time being? Sure, okay. absolutely. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Students can't do it alone. They They're can. not gonna be able to do it alone. Which is why, like folks, folks who are passionate like me. I'm saying that come from this community and knows about these experiences, who know that students want these experiences, have to step up and have a seat at the table. We got, but not only that, we got to be willing to go to the table. Yeah, but, and you know what? I'm here with you with that, absolutely. However, I think not only, like you said, students can't get it back themselves, it has to be a three or four pronged approach, right? In yeah. terms of who's at the table. But I think one of the other things too is in, we're talking about, you know, some of the issues, you know, with the organization, paper versus made. I believe the individuals who are interested in being a part of the thing that we're a part of has to understand that every action has a consequence. True. 
Come on. Every action has a consequence. So if this is something that you're talking about and you something that you wanted and it's in your lineage, lineage and it's in your DNA, then why would you jeopardize it? Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Because you took it and now you're going to make somebody whatever. Yeah. Come on. Like, you know what? I mean, that's a, that's a hard fact. That's a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow. I'm going to tell you why. Because it's the truth. A a reason why we are in these conditions now is because it's, it's our fault. Absolutely. It's our fault. Pushing the envelope, getting extreme, getting wild and crazy when it's not even necessary. So when you said when individuals come to you, now this is the part that I'm passionate about. People come to you and say, okay, read policy. And then, you know, where should you be going? My thing is no history. Because yeah. not one of them was founded on any of that foolishness. Mm-hmm. And you True. can cash that check on Sunday. Yes, you can. Maybe Tuesday. And Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Maybe, maybe twice day. on Sunday. Yeah, maybe a day we ain't make up yet. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like, so for real, for real, if we're really steeped in this and and, it, and it's about the organization. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the students on the uh, on the For the Love of IGA page wrote and uh, we put a question up and. Um, Those are some cool one, questions. One, thank you. One of the one of the topics or one of the responses that we got was um, the paper versus the maid thing and how detrimental that is becoming because you know my thing is this right my experience is very different from a lot of folks and a lot of people can't do what we used to do you know what i'm saying you can't especially because of the uh, you know laws now and 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 safety measures and things like that and you and know these kids sickly but but you, but you know but you know but you know what else but you know what else you know they're allergic like because, to everything you know, matter of fact let me let me let me close out this point because i want to be clear in terms of how to access stuff okay one before we go back into this paper versus made stuff, sure. okay? Uh, um, how many words now you? we're talking about access. One, you need to know where the Greek life office or liaison is. You need to know what offices they're in. Two, you need to know who's in charge. You know what I'm saying? Three, read policy, right? And four, stop coming with complaints. Ooh, without solutions. Stop coming with complaints because that's the number one reason why we're still in this shit now and nothing is really moving is because a lot of folks are just complaining, pointing the fingers. You and never notice that when you point your finger at somebody, you got three more looking right back at you. Bam. Bam. You got three more arrows Bam. looking right back at you. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you, we we have to change a course of action. I was just talking to my good friend, Dr. Goodwin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And when, up, we were speaking, when we were speaking, we was like, you know what? Instead of complaining, we need a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. We need to create some sort of structure, an initiative, a project. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because these folks that are in position, right? I, I truly believe, like, okay, they might be good people. They might be, might, might That's be. That's a big might. Okay. But at the end of the day, they're in these seats. You got to work with them. No matter what. And you know what? You got to work so with them. So that's a great point. It doesn't matter, you know, whether they're good people or not. I'd like for you to stress or for us to stress the whole idea again of no policy. Right. No history and no all of the institutional yeah. 
ins and outs. So yeah. guess what? You don't have to worry about nobody pulling the wool over your eyes. You ain't got to worry about Plymouth Rock landing on you because you know I'm going to land on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, man, you just got those are a few. Those are a few tokens that I will say. And also have a vision. Know what I'm saying And then on top of that You're doing all this work You need to make sure That you measure up To the principles And tenets of the organization That you're interested That's in That's what I'm saying Dude, Because listen, what's the point Of you the doing background. all this work And then when it's time For you to have an opportunity To come and you, knock on the you door You even have a not two even po- looking at you Wait. Because you don't even Mean up to the standard Wait and you ain't even Got a 2.5 And come on and, listen, and so, so wait a minute. just knocks on the door Wait a minute So let me say this Let me clear the air Right So there was a scenario Where True story Because this came to my desk and I had to handle it when I was um, in a certain position and a young lady didn't receive an invitation um, for a set for an organization because she had the GPA mm-hmm. she didn't have the GPA based off of the sorority but she was in good academic standing with the college the organization supersedes the institution boo boo kitty the institution but one of the other things too why would you even like you said why would you even be trying to knock on somebody's door at a 2.5 this thing is here this this is more than a notion and i'm not even talking about the actual process i'm talking about afterwards because that's where the work begins if you ain't ready to lace up if you are not ready to get out in the community to make a difference if you are not ready to do the work because ethel knew y'all ethel know Miss us. It's more than a notion. Yeah. It's more than a notion. And that's the thing that's so disheartening because, you know, there is this misconception of what it is and what it is not. And they have it all the way twisted a lot of times. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Paper versus made. Yep. Mm. Again, know your history. Let's have a brief conversation about that. I don't think this needs to be long. So... I'm going to be very real. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. When aren't you? But well, Go ahead. We're here with you. Come so, on. So, in my youth, I, I knew that there was only one way for me. Agreed. In my, in my youth. Agreed. Right? But now I've come to a point where, like, you know, in the Bible it says that when I was a child. <laughs> the Bible. I acted like a child, right? Mm-hmm. But now that, you know, you know, I'm all grown up. You put away, I put child. away those childish things. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? I, brother, I hey. understand and I agree that there might be a purpose for why things happen. Because I could tell you right now, I pledged. Hazing? No. We pledge. And there's a difference. Okay. There's a major, major difference because people take ass whoopings, whatever. No, like, no, no, no. That, that is ridiculous. It, it, thank you. But what I will say is this. I understand the value in earning something. So do I. And I'm all for earning it. Yes. I understand but again, the we value have to define earning the, what that looks like. Because right. there's a misconception that if you don't get your ass beat, your paper. And let me and let me tell you something. When it comes I just recently had this conversation with my eleven year old son. 
Mm-hmm. Because just because again, just recently at the University of Buffalo, there was a young man that tried to pledge a fraternity and he died. Yes, here just recently. Yep. He died. Not at Buffalo April State, the twelfth at UB. April the twelfth. And <clears throat> my son saw this on Spectrum News. Mm-hmm. And he asked me about it. He said, "Dad, was that your fraternity?" No. Absolutely not, son. He was like, Dad, can I actually? It wasn't question? even Divine Nine. No, it wasn't. It was a white fraternity. He asked me this this question. It was a. It was it 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 hit and my it does, heart. Let me say it didn't. It doesn't matter whether it was Divine Nine or not. It We're hit, just making a distinction. It hit my heart because he asked me, Dad, would you want me to go through what you went through? Mm. And what does, of course, what does, and and of course, of course, of course. Of course, if my son were to choose to come this way, there's no better feeling for me to know that my son deserve, like earned and deserved the right to be a part of the fold. I, I, I get that, I understand that, but I have a son, I have two sons, I have a daughter. I have a daughter that one day when they go to college, these organizations may be here. And in the back of my mind, I know what could happen. Mm. I know you- what could happen. And that's a reality because I come from a culture where you have to earn that shit. And like, and it's not an it's not a cakewalk. It's mm-hmm. not. But at the end of the day, I don't want I don't want to get that phone call. Mm. You need to come, you need you need to come out here right now. Your son's in the hospital. What what the fuck you mean my son's in the hospital? What happened? What? I, I, that is my. That is a fear. That is a. That is anxiety of mine because I love my kids. I love my fraternity. I love my fraternity. I'm also a Mason. Okay, love all of it. But at the end of the day, at what cost? I'm not mm. going to sacrifice my son mm. or my daughter. Not no, not at all. I love them more. Mm, heard you. I love them more. So at the end of the day, I get it. I understand it. Like, bros, call me cat if you want to. See me on the green. Come listen. Bring it all. See, bring and bring, bring it all. Bring it all. You can come wrap a taste with me. But at the end of the day, if you are any kind of man that cares about your son, cares about your daughter, your kids, you know for a fact you want what's best for them. Period. And then not only that, I think. As parents, and again, in this conversation, you know, versus, you know, paper versus mail. So my daughter, they didn't have any of um, the AKAs at her institution. She goes to a PWI. Is it a PWI? They didn't even have, again, the city chapter wasn't even, again, um, in her particular area. And she wanted that undergraduate experience. And I'm like, okay, I get it and I dig it. But you have to be careful what it is that you ask for because you roll up on a, you know, a scenario, a situation. And even if not, let's just say some other things that are happening that aren't within the guideline, they will drop your line like it ain't nothing. And then if you're not doing what's written as a part of that process, they can excommunicate you and you won't ever be able to. Not only that, and not only that, listen, uh, for those of you who don't know, every organization, Divine Nine, Alpha, NPC, whatever, they have to adhere to the school's rules. Yes. So if the school says, right, such and such happens, such and such needs to happen, but it doesn't it doesn't like really apply to your organization. You still have to do it. You still got to comply because if you don't now, you're breaking rules. And guess what? Your line is snatched all the way snatched. snatched. And then 
then the institution is in conversation with headquarters nationals and then they're talking about not only snatching your line but should the organization be on campus and then, like and it's it's so deep and why I'll leave it I'll leave it with this okay leave it with this I'll leave it with this okay if you're about to have a line and you know for a fact they might they're about to be renegades or you know for a fact that they they're going they might be in danger of any sort of a uh, 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 scrutiny or 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 they might be under investigation by the school or by nationals or whatever if you know for a fact that there is danger coming your way you are you being brotherly or sisterly to them because these are folks that want to be a part of your organization. And to call you but big you brother, mo- big sister. But are you modeling right. this brotherhood, this friendship, this sisterhood? Are you modeling what you stand for if you're putting lives in danger? You can't be. Are and you that, doing and, that? And then you can't be. And that's the thing I say. How could you jeopardize not only people's lives and experiences, but then jeopardize the whole organization as the whole? It's crazy. So we're going to be talking about this whole notion of what? Undergrad. So let's talk about the future. And I hope I hope paper versus made again. Let me tell you something, y'all. Those who know me know for a fact that I believe you should earn the right to bark. You should earn the right to wear your paraphernalia. You should earn it no matter what. But I also understand that there is compliance. And there those morality. and those spaces should be honored. You have like you have administratively, you have to be correct. You have to be on key. You have to adhere to the school's rule. Like you just have to you have to be in line with morality, period. I'll just put mm, it like that. I and love just, that. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll I just leave that. it at that. And then, that does not mean that I didn't work hard. Bless when it tears. Again, eight weeks, one day, four hours, five minutes, and two seconds. <laughs> and two seconds. Don't forget and that. Two seconds. Okay. Come on. Okay. Come on. I know what I'm talking about. I do. You do. Spring 02, Spicy Fie, Buffalo, New York, Swing and Second D. I know what I'm talking about. You okay. Do. So I'll leave it at that as far as paper versus made. The future. Our undergrads. Still necessary mm, No you didn't I did go there No you didn't I did go there And you gonna leave Our it like that undergrads Still necessary I'll, I'll put it like this Because this is a season finale y'all I'm gonna leave you with something to think about Could you imagine Any campus that you're at right now you're a part of a legacy or you've been influenced by a coach or a teacher or a facilitator or coach. some sort of and you've been influenced by a person that is a part of an organization that you feel that you are in line with and you want to represent and then you go to school and you're going to school and you're amongst a group of your peers and you're looking for these organizations and they're not there anymore then you transfer to another institution. You do the same exact thing. You're amongst your peers. You're looking for these organizations and they're not there. What you gonna do? How would you feel? Because I'm gonna tell you something. It's a the conversation. Way it's looking, the way it's looking right now, that might be a possibility, y'all. It's a conversation. The only opportunity you might get to become a part of these organizations is through grad or alumni. Which means that, guess what? You have to graduate, right? You have to graduate undergrad 
and then have the opportunity or at least be granted an opportunity to be invited to go to a grad uh, chapter that represents an organization of your choice. Could you imagine the yard? Mm. With no yard. HBCUs. Could you imagine a yard with no yard? Could you imagine being at an HBCU and no plots? Because you can't have no undergrads on your campus? No color. Could you imagine the step shows, the cookouts, the yard shows, the probates? Gone. Listen, probates are changing now. They're not even called probates no more. They're presentations. They're called presentations. That's a step in the direction of eliminating undergrad activities, y'all. Wake up. Stay woke. Wake up. Stay woke. Listen, y'all. Listen, man. The future. The future. We'll talk about it next season. We talked about the past. We talked about the present conditions. We talked about what's currently happening on campus. Who's here? Who's not? I'm saying I want to shout out uh, Groove Fi Groove and Swing Fi Swing, the fellowship, uh, the fellowship organizations. I want to shout them out because they do work. Now I'm saying you go down south, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. You you go anywhere. They're everywhere. I'm gonna shout out my uh, Latino and Hispanic brothers and sisters that are part of now for organizations. Mm-hmm. They're working too. Yep. They're working too. But guess what? They're subjected to the same shit because they might not be here as an undergrad either. Absolutely. They might not be here. Anymore, so no one y'all. is exempt. Get that. Nobody's exempt. No. They, there's a war going on outside. No man's safe from Mob mm-hmm. D. Listen. What they say? If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. I'm trying to tell you, man, you lunch. Greek life, we lunch. We we lunch, y'all. You got to get right or get left. Come on. Listen, y'all, this is for the love of, man. We love y'all. Thank you for a hell of a season, man. Season two, we coming with that heat. (sighs) Be prepared to talk about the future of Greek life, y'all. The future because we at risk. We're going to holler at y'all. This is your favorite campus uncle. This is Uncle Fred. And I'm with my sister in pain, struggle, and also in victory, the Liberated Project chick, my sister Tamara. Tamara, you got anything else you want to say? Just for real. Um, love light and laughter. Be about something that's bigger than yourself and understand that you're here to do something for somebody else. Whatever that looks like, however that looks like. And at the end of the day, if you don't know your why, somebody can show up and tell you what that looks like. And in 10 years, you look in the mirror and you don't even recognize the person that's before you. Listen, man, I just recently was talking with an alpha uh, here. And he told me that if your purpose and your intent doesn't match, mm. you shouldn't even consider. Come on. Uh, listen, be- because you're going to be at an impasse. Listen, you're going to be y'all. at an impasse. It's not going to work man. anyway. The caliber, the character of a man, the character of the woman. We are picking piss poor people and they're putting us in jeopardizing positions. We're in compromising positions because you're picking your friends who don't have character. They just show friends and they're not good brothers or good sisters. Character or content. Selection is paramount. It is. And you have to be able to have those crucial conversations. Not everybody can rock out with me. Not everybody know where I live. Not everybody's been to my house. Not everybody has my telephone number. So you, you have to look at this process and being a part of that just like that. It's called exclusivity for a reason. Listen, man, 
I'm trying to tell y'all. W.E.B. Du Bois was like, yo, Ooh. the talented tenth. Come on. You can't help everybody and everybody can't come along. Means we the cream of the crop. But just because we the cream of the crop, I, I, I live by this quote. Walk with kings, yet not lose the common touch. Mm, love that. And when I have this, these letters on, I have this brand on my chest. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I walk and I walk in, in nobility and valor of a man of Omega. I know for a fact that I'm a king, but I know where I come from. And that keeps me connected to you. Mm-hmm. The touch. And I'm humbled. I'm humbled. And I know that you guys want this access. I, I want these experiences for you. Yeah, we do. I do. We do. Alumni, people that look, work on this campus, stop being selfish and offer yourself for services and help because our undergrads need you. Yeah. They need you because they dying out here. Literally and figuratively. All right, y'all. Let me let me, let me get off this. We out because listen, we we getting ready to go on a whole nother segment. Yeah, let me get, he getting ready to be listen, all the way on fire. We out, man. We love y'all for the love of. We out. Peace. Love of. Out.